Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. This episode is supported by FX's Clipped, the scandalous story of the 2014 Clippers owner's racist remarks captured on tape and heard around the world. The series charts the tape's impact on a dysfunctional basketball organization striving to win against their reputation as the most cursed team in the league. Starring Lawrence Fishburne, Jackie Weaver, Cleopatra Coleman, and Ed O'Neill. FX's Clipped. Streaming June 4th, only on Hulu. We've got three things we think you need to hear on the Colleen and Bradley Show on My Talk 1071, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. We are Everything Entertainment, Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer. Three things we think you need to hear so that you could be in the know today. We call it the three at 1203. Yeah. Give me three! You got it! It's the three. I'll need three things. At 1203. Three. It's the magic number. They're going to be talking about three things. Well, I know, Bradley, that yesterday you were so excited about the Minnesota Twins home opener at Target Field. But something kind of cool and weird and strange and viral happened. So, um, you know, they always make a huge deal about the home opener and there's all kinds of fun things going on. Um, and this time, one of the things that they did is they brought a, a bald eagle, the, the emblem of our country, to be released during the, um, the national anthem. And when they released it, it ended up trying to land on one of the players for the Seattle Mariners who they were playing during the home opener. Uh, his name is James Paxton, and here is what that sounded like. <laughs> Very solemn moment and a patriotic moment and an uncooperative ball eagle. Did you see oh the God. video yeah. of it? No, it's it's um, pretty strange. It's uh, it's so weird. And my kids were there. They saw that my husband and my kids were there uh, for that part of it. I, I joined them a little bit later. Um, but they saw this happen, and the kids could not stop talking about how weird it was to see this bald eagle oh, trying I to bet. land in the sky. And, and, it's not every day you see that. Right? And my younger son was asking questions about, like, how would the talons feel? And would, do you, you think it hurt? Yeah. And it was kind of, yeah. So, anyway, I mean. I would have run screaming. He actually handled ah! it pretty well. Like, he definitely, like, realized what was happening. I would have not been so cool in such a moment. Yeah. But he did just sort of stand still like a tree and let the thing do its thing around him and then got back to its handler. But this is like being aired all over the place right now. Everybody's talking about it. Everybody's talking about it. All right. Behind door number two. Let's see what we got. Here's something not everybody's talking about, but they should be. A 2007 interview with the son of the president of the United States. Mm. Not then president, the current president, mm-hmm. way back in 2007, his son was asked a question about similarities in the family. You know, oh, you, sure. you yeah. know, you look at pictures and you're like, oh, you guys totally look alike. Like sort of like how Chloe wants her daughter to have a big butt. Yes, well, just like her in that vein. 
if you will. Let's have a listen to this clip. I got one question, Donald Jr. When you and your pops are in the shower, who's got the bigger package? You know what I'm saying? Oh. Did you ever whip yours out and say, I may be well, doing You know what? I, I will get fired for this, but I'm never going to say that I don't. Absolutely. You know, I'll get fired for that. But, and by the way, they're, they're both pretty substantial, I think. Um, no, 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 no. Why did you make us listen to that? Because I had to listen to it. Why should I be alone in silence suffering? Well, now we're all together. Okay, suffering. can I ask you a question, though? Who asks that question? Like, you know, to, to, to comment on somebody being crass enough to answer. Oh, right. That does not bother me as much as the person who went in on their job that day and thought it was appropriate in any way to ask that question. So, oh, you know what everybody wants to know. When you and your dad are in the shower together. Which, I mean, start there. What? Like, I mean, I'm um, assuming he means, I, I was assuming maybe he means, you know, they go play golf and then after they golf, they jump in the shower and. There's a do not <laughs> use know. that voice. I nope. don't know. It's really you know, uncomfortable. That you're right. Like my first reaction was like, I can't believe he answered that. But yes, you're right. You got to rewind it all the way to the beginning. I can't believe that guy asked that question. Who is that? Is that a question? I mean, and I don't also, know. If you is ask any man ask about men? his his Schwanzengruber, he is required. That's why I don't hold it against Donald Trump Jr. Sorry, um, I. I don't hold that against him because when you ask a man about his manhood, he is required to answer that he has the biggest manhood of all ever. So that's dude code right that's there. That's just like what you, you, you have to do. Sure. Right? Because otherwise, why? I mean, would you ever imply that your swing and swinging wasn't, you know, the largest swing and swinging in the world? Can I just also, can I just throw this in there? Holly, can you get with me on this? Yeah. Aren't you so glad that we don't have a private downstairs that people are worried about the size of? Like, nobody ever asks us about the size of that. And the size of the thing that people care about is really in full view of everyone. Yeah, it's true. Unfortunately, Mm -hmm. you then on the flip side have to deal with everybody giving a care about the size of everything else. Your waist, true dad. Your okay, hips, true dad. Your boobs, this your is face, a good point. your butt, your toes, your fingers, your eyeballs, your nose, your lips. Am I right? I mean, yeah, I guess you are right. So, like, guys That's have one point. thing that they are judged by, and let's be honest, the only one judging men by that, with the exception of Lori, is probably mostly other men. Right, right, true doubt. Again, you're I'm welcome. Just, yeah, thank you for that. I think, thank you. Here's what we have for you behind door number three. Speaking of inappropriate. Well, you really brought it today. I did bring it, but here's the reason. So the the headline for this clip is blank brings a sex doll that looks like blank. And I was like, tell me more. <laughs> I leave out the blanks because um, I want it. Uh, I want you to sort of experience it as I did. So remember Jersey Shore? Yes. That's back. Yeah. They're doing that vacation special. Yes. And um, we have yet to watch it. Yeah. This was a reminder that we need to watch it. So have a listen. Polly D brought something special. I think you know what I uh, what it is because I just kind of alluded to it. But he brought something special that looks like a familiar face. Let's have a listen. It makes me feel sad that we don't have everybody here. We're on a vacation. It's Miami. I want to be happy. So I have a surprise for the house. And I can't wait to break it out. He has a dead body. What the fuck is that? What's happening? Is there someone in there? Polly, what is that? What is that? 
new Sammy in as like, oh, Sammy's with us, and this is great, and the entire family's here. But come on, this thing is weird. I love her to death, but like, if you choose not to come on vacation with us, we are going to roast you hard. Okay, so uh, obviously Sammy did not join the reunion, uh, the Jersey Shore family vacation. Um that did not stop, though, of course, Pauly D wanting to um, have her there. So he brought a sex doll version of her. You'll be happy to know she ends up in the pool. and The uh, doll. This, the doll. Yeah. This just makes me want to watch it even more. So maybe this weekend we'll have to finally catch up on this. Yeah, they are definitely up to their... They're definitely up to their antics, aren't they? Yeah. Jersey oh, they're Shore so kids. up to their antics. No, I was... It's funny because I wasn't watching it last... I didn't watch it last night, and I felt like a failure because I missed it, and I thought, okay, well, they're going to air it 112 times in the next 48 hours, so I will just wait to see it again, but... In the well, the reason I knew it was airing and I wasn't watching it was because I was seeing on social media things about Sammy and her lookalike sex doll, and I thought, okay, what is this? So that clearly was the thing that people were talking about. Everyone's talking about. Um, Yeah, so I am going to have to go back and watch that and see our friends, our old Jersey Shore friends uh, on Hulu. You know, I don't know. That's a good question. I don't know where you can watch it. I, again, MTV will probably play it every other hour. Yeah. Because that's what they MTV? do. Oh, I guess you yeah. have it. But mm-hmm. I have that. You have to um, with the thing and the thing. Anyway, I have to with the baseball. thing. Correct. I'm looking up on. Yeah, it's on uh, Hulu? Hulu. Oh, wonderful. Okay, yeah. good to know. So we will uh, be watching that and we will report back on Monday. Our feelings about the New Jersey Shore vacation. Yeah. Okay. Now, when we come back here on the Colleen and Bradley show, Holly has brought all the dirt straight from Hollywood with a dirt alert. After this on My Talk 1071. This is a My Talk dirt alert. Holly Roberts has brought all the dirt from Hollywood with a dirt alert. Hello, friends. Happy Friday. Yes, it's Friday. 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 Let's talk about Lord. The Lord. No, just Lord with an E. Mm, Lordy. Yes. Mm -hmm. Uh, She has issued an apology for using a poorly chosen quote from a Whitney Houston song alongside a photo of a bathtub on her Instagram stories. So Lord shared a snapshot of water pouring into a tub into a bathtub with the caption, and I will always love you. The lyrics, of course, taken from the late Whitney Houston's song, I Will Always Love You. However, what Lord didn't realize, or she didn't put the two to two together at the time, is that Whitney Houston passed away in a in bathtub. bathtub. Yeah. Yikes. It doesn't make any sense, and it was very poor taste, and... Here's hoping she learned her lesson. She did, you know, I, I will give her credit for this. That The second she realized the error she had made, she definitely, like, took it down. She apologized. Yeah. She realized, whoopsies. And she, you know, listen, I think, yeah, 
I, I, I don't know why I cut her slack on this because I just feel like I think everybody has been. Everyone has made a poorly, uh, a joke yeah, in poor I, taste. I, I mean, I will say I expect more from people. Also, she's a musician. Also, she's a person who gets attacked on social media. Also, you just think she would be more aware of what she's posting on social media than your average Mm -hmm. yay who, like you and I, who maybe aren't as thoughtful as somebody who's, you know, whose public image is a professional. Sure. Well, she did uh, take down she did take down the photograph and then she put up an apology in its place and it said extremely, extremely poorly chosen quote. I'm so sorry for offending anyone. I hadn't even put this together. I was just excited to take a bath. I'm an idiot. Love Whitney forever and ever. Sorry again. Thank you for apologizing, Lordy. Yes. Well, speaking of celebrities on social media, what do you guys think about this? Blake Lively, she personally asked fans to delete pictures of her daughter. So the story is, is that Blake Lively, there were photographs, paparazzi photographs online over the weekend of her and her daughter, James, attending Martha Stewart's Easter bash. And... She had those photographs, Blake Lively, pulled from uh, various media outlets. But then fans got a hold of that photograph and then they perpetuated Uh. that photograph in social media. Then Blake Lively herself went to some of these accounts on Instagram, on Twitter and asked people to take the photograph down. Wow. I mean, that is that's like uh, that probably a was a lot of work b did they did any do we know did anybody take them down then yeah it seems like it so blake lively herself went to an account called blake lively fan 99 and she said thank you for your support but please remove this photo right away it was taken without my knowledge or consent by a man hiding thank you oh okay yeah well and i'm sure they did if you're a fan account you're not likely to i mean you're just freaking out because blake lively tweeted you right Mm -hmm. right so the photograph has been taken down i didn't even see the photograph to be honest Neither i think did that I. uh outlets were very responsive to her request of taking that photograph down i mean yeah they really can get in some huge trouble when they've um published pictures of a minor without the consent of the parents yeah if you notice a lot especially in the daily mail and some other publications that if there are photographs of small children of celebrities their faces are blurred out yeah i mean they and i think that they have harsher rules uh in the UK about that than we do here. Yeah. Um, Because, and so I think that they just do that as kind of a standard. Mm -hmm. Always they blur the child, whether or not, because I know a lot of celebrities have had legal battles in the UK over pictures of their children being published against their knowledge. Yeah. Or without their consent, I should say. Exactly. Hey guys, it's cold outside. Did you know that it's freezing? And oh, by the way, we're supposed to get three to four inches of snow on Sunday (sighs) afternoon. Why are you doing this? I'm doing... Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo Concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. 
Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. This because I'm setting it up to say that we're not the only ones suffering from abnormally cold weather. So is North okay. Carolina. In uh-huh. fact, it is so cold why in do Charlotte. We care about North Carolina. I'm telling you why, Bradley. It is so cold in North Carolina that a Jimmy Buffett concert had to be canceled. <gasps> oh, no. They couldn't waste it away again in Margaritaville? No, it is so darn cold. They were frozen margaritas, I bet. <laughs> <laughs> but it is so cold. We're not the only ones suffering. Jimmy Buffett and the Coral Reefers, they put out a message on social media saying, due to forecasted rain and extreme cold weather, the Jimmy Buffett concert scheduled to take place this wow. Saturday. I'm just amazed that people actually, you know... Can you'd be surprised? Make it to a Jimmy Buffett concert. Oh, Bradley, you don't even know. He is coming here this summer. I believe he's playing Target Field. Jimmy Buffett has his own retirement community. Oh, I'm sure he it's does. And, and several, you know, uh, bars, gift shops, and restaurants in mm-hmm. Caribbean ports across. Uh, the Caribbean. And not even Caribbean ports. Like, there is a There's one in the Mall of America. There's is a Mar- there? Yes, is there's there? a Margaritaville right. restaurant in the Mall of America. I've had the nachos. They're pretty good. There's one at Navy Pier in Chicago. There's one yeah, in Las s- Vegas. <laughs> I mean, it's so weird. Tropical right. getaway. Well, anyways, Jimmy <laughs> so Buffett, funny. he's rescheduled that concert. Margaritaville. No cheeseburgers in paradise for them. No, they have been rescheduled. I want a cheeseburger. I'd eat a cheeseburger in the snow. It doesn't need to be paradise for me. You make the paradise. Yes. When you have a cheeseburger. Yes, that is paradise. follows you. Daniel Day-Lewis in the news today because he's being called a hero for using a flip phone while riding on the New York subway. I mean, is that how low we've gotten? Yeah, That's how low the hero bar has gone? Yes. Okay. Yes. I love how nothing is nothing is anything anymore. No. So this photographed a, a journalist named Karen Hahn. She took the photograph of Daniel Day-Lewis. He's just standing on the subway like any other person. And uh, she put the photograph up and it said, for everyone, uh, Daniel Day-Lewis is on my train and casually just looking at his flip phone. And then the <laughs> internet freaked out that and now he's become a meme. Somebody photoshopped Daniel Day-Lewis in an old photograph from the 1800s. You know, this is what the kids do. I know. I was at a bar last year and there were maybe people in their early 20s on flip phones. T9 it, texting. Is that yeah. wasn't that called T9? Isn't that what that was called? Oh, where you have to push the buttons 3 times to get order- the right letter. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. <laughs> and that's what director Paul Thomas Anderson said of Day Lewis because earlier this year when they were doing press for Phantom Thread, Paul Thomas Anderson said that yeah, Daniel Day Lewis uses a flip phone. He knows what everything is, but he's never been near an emoji in his life. He's still going JKL typing three letters to get to the L. See, there you go. I used to be really fast at that. I don't know about you guys. Oh, I I mean I, yeah, I was I had gotten pretty good at it, and then all of a sudden we didn't have to do that anymore. And I was like, "Oh my gosh!" You mean life I can so just better. touch the screen? Yeah, weird. Yeah, no. I mean it's yeah, but it's funny because it is. If you ever talk to somebody who uses a flip phone, there's a there's a source of pride around it. Allegedly, Anna Wintour still uses a flip phone. That is a source of power that you have people who can do things for you that you don't need. A well, smartphone I was going to say like life. you know like I I. I guess because people don't it, it, but like think about it, like it would be like 
like you're like all of the phones in my home are rotary dial. Like, mm-hmm. okay, so that's cool yeah. sounding, maybe, but like I do want to live in 2018. And like the, the, we don't just use the phone for nothing. Right. The we smart- do use it for a lot of nothing. Let's be real. But like, if you want to feel connected to the world in any way, I don't know that that's, there's anything heroic about tuning that out. That's true, Bradley. That is a deep thought. No. Finally, today, I want to update you on Beyonce. She's getting ready for her performances at Coachella. And TMZ is reporting that she has hired up to 100 dancers to rehearse with her. And they're going to be on stage with her at Coachella. So two weekends in April. And she's been rehearsing 11 hours a day in preparation for her big headlining performance. Wow. Yeah, this is, of course, the one uh, that is in place of last year where she canceled because she was having the twins. That's right. Yeah. Oh, this is her make, this make is her good. This is her make good. Yeah. And I hope that her bite marks have healed um, by now. Oh, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. When we come back, thank you, Holly, for all that dirt. When we come back, we need a caller to play the 30-second pop culture challenge, 651-641-1071. We're going to give you 30 seconds to answer five questions. If you get them all right, you could win a prize on my talk. We're going to give you 30 seconds to answer five questions only at 1230 on the Colleen and Bradley show on My Talk 1071, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. We are Everything Entertainment, Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer, and we call it our 30-second pop culture challenge. 30-second pop culture challenge. Who's playing today, Colleen, and what are they playing for? We've got Kim on the line. And Holly, what's Kim playing for today? Kim is playing for a four-pack of ticket vouchers to the Minnesota Zoo. Woo-hoo. All right, the timer will begin after I ask the first question. Are you ready? I'm ready. Okay, here we go. Who played the title role in the sitcom Murphy Brown? Uh, Candace Bergen. All I Want to Do was the first big hit single for which music star? Um, Miley Cyrus. No. Oh, um, I want to do, I want to do. I don't know. Who owns the Chocolate Factory in Charlie and the Chocolate Factory? Willy Wonka. Heidi Klum presents what reality competition show? The what one? What competition show does Heidi Klum present? Um, Oh, You would have gotten that one. Uh, but you still didn't get two, Kim. But thank you for playing today. Let's go through and answer the ones she didn't get. She just at the very last minute did say Project Runway. So who played? Uh, no, she got that. All I want to do was the first big hit single for which music star? Cheryl Crow. Uh, who did she get the the Charlie and the Chocolate Factory one? Did, yeah, she did. She did. Okay. She got Willy Wonka. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Heidi Klum presents, as you said, Project Runway. Mm-hmm. And who is the youngest person to ever win an Oscar? God, I wouldn't have got that one. Tatum O'Neill. All right. I think I would have said Jodie Foster, honestly. Yeah. Um, But that is a good one. That was a good question, question writer. Uh, Now, uh, as we finish the 30-second pop culture challenge, we shift gears. We like to... Uh, we like to solve mysteries, and we do it in the form of blind items supplied to us by Holly in a segment we call Blinded by the Item. Blinded by the Item. Our first blind item today from CrazyDaysAndNights.net has to do with an A-list talk show host and an A-list lingerie model. Mm. So two people we need to think about in this first blind item from CrazyDaysAndNights.net. This A-list talk show host who hosts a show based on something he did full-time decades ago 
has basically been stalking this foreign-born A-list lingerie model to try to get her to be on the show. Well, that's what he's telling his management. The host, who has a significant other, wants her to be his next significant other. Oh, interesting. Now, this is not confirmed. Well, the only male talk show host I can think of is Ryan Seacrest. Okay, so say say that part. Say explain the A list talk show host again. Sure. So this A list oh. talk show host, he hosts a show based on something he did full time decades ago. So this person hosts a show based on a profession he used to have a long time ago, but that he does not any longer have. Is it that one guy? Good job, Brad. Yeah. I was waiting for yeah. the ding because it's got to be that one guy, right? Um, so, which oh, one guy are think you thinking? The daytime. one, the one who um, was a jerk to his staff. Steve Harvey. Steve Harvey. Okay, daytime. I'm so confused. Okay, no, There's a male daytime. daytime yes, he show. lasted full time decades ago. Yeah. So this person. Oh, Dr. Phil. Thank you. Ooh. Weird. Ew, and that's not Dr. Happening. Phil nice try. Carly is Kloss. trying to get <laughs> Giselle Bunchen. No. Uh, <laughs> lingerie model, foreign born. Yeah. Lingerie. Oh, Heidi Klum? Mm, no. You know, honestly. Uh, Arena not- Shake? No. Svetlana uh, Minskaya? No. I'm going to tell you now that there's no consensus on the lingerie model. Oh, okay. I mostly wanted to give you this blind item because it's creepy about yeah, Dr. Phil. Yeah, that is creepy. So I'll fill in the blanks for you. Dr. Phil has basically been stalking a foreign-born A-list lingerie model to try to get her on the show. Well, that's what he's telling management. The host, who has a significant other, wants her to be his next significant other now. Gross. There's a lot, not a huge consensus on this, but you know. Dr. Phil gross. That is just grody. Yeah. Dr. Phil, is Robin not enough for you? Mm. He's doing just fine. Mm. Oh. Yeah. All right. Moving on to our next blind item. Blinded by the item. Let's do a confirmed blind Fun. item. Just revealed on crazydaysandnights.net. But moments ago, we have to think of an A plus list mostly movie actor. An A plus list mostly movie actor that directorial epic of a movie from this a plus list mostly movie actor just gets worse at this point it's a jumbled mess with terrible performances and several entire scenes need to be shot again very quietly the studio is bringing in other people to slowly push the actor out okay so this is not a this is a movie that is currently being shot Yes. In well, production? It has been. I would say it's probably in post-production now. Okay. And this movie is the directorial debut of an A-plus list, mostly movie actor. God, I can't think of... I honestly have This no movie's idea. been getting a lot of hype for a very long time. I think it's coming out in theaters in September? It's been pushed around a couple of times. Can you give us a genre? Is this like a superhero experience? No, it's okay. not a superhero a dra- experience a at all. Dramatic experience? Yeah, a dramatic experience. Okay. This experience has been had several times before. I would say this is the fourth time this experience will be on the big screen. Oh, a star is born? Oh, oh yes. And it's um Oh, yeah. Oh, Br- uh, Bradley Cooper. Uh, yeah, because you guys... Oh, that's right. Because isn't uh, Lady Gaga in this experience? 
Mm. Okay, let's fill in that blank. All right. A Star is Born, that directorial epic of a movie from Bradley Cooper, just gets worse. At this point, it is a jumbled mess with terrible performances and several entire scenes need to be shot again. Very quietly, the studio, Warner Brothers, is bringing in other people to slowly push the actor out. That's a bummer, especially because Bradley, didn't. weren't you already like... Boo, oh, yeah, I mean, well, for I mean, because of Bradley Cooper and mm-hmm. Lady Gaga, most importantly. But yeah, the, the, we didn't need this movie to begin with, much less uh, directed by Bradley Cooper involving Lady Gaga. Yeah, and nobody, then totally, you know, messed up. Nobody really asked for it. Now, I think rumors have been swirling that from CrazyDaysNights.net, I want to say that Lady Gaga is just awful in this movie. Well, and I will say that I think I've heard some buzz and I'm just I want to check here. I feel like I just saw a story about Barbara Streisand saying it's um, it's great. It's going to be wonderful. And I'm like, why are they getting her to say these things? Like mm. it's you're not helping. Interesting. Interesting. Huh? All right. Let's do one more. One more confirmed blind item. Ooh, fun. Now we're just going to focus on one person in this blind item, even though it involves two people, because I don't think the second person will be top of mind at all. Okay. However, we will have to think about a foreign-born permanent A-list model. A foreign-born permanent A-list model. Here's your blind item from crazydaysandnights.net. This foreign-born permanent A-list model should know if you hook up with a married man for money, you need to be discreet. She wasn't. The wife of the married man found out, and then he had some scrambling to do, which made our model look bad in public. Ooh. Foreign-born Foreign born permanent a A-list. List model. Permanent A-list. She is a supermodel. Oh, so Giselle? No. That'd be weird. Um, um, Heidi Klum? No. I'm just going Carly through Claus. all the ones that I... We only know, like, three models. You know this one. Uh, Cher. Irina Svetlaya Minskana. This woman is notorious for hmm, her temper. Naomi Campbell. Oh. Interesting. What is she, Canadian? No, she's from England. Oh, I didn't know that. Okay, and then and then we do and do we know who the married man is? You would never guess the married man. Okay. So I'm just gonna fill yeah, in the and blank then, for and then you. tell us the whole thing. Yes. yes. Here is your blind item confirmed. Naomi Camel Campbell. Camel. Yeah, I know, right? Naomi <laughs> She's at the zoo. If I were a yeah. camel, I'd want to be named <laughs> Naomi Campbell. Wouldn't that be great? Well, Naomi Campbell, the supermodel, should know if you hook up with a merry man for money, you need to be discreet. She wasn't. The wife of the married man, the president of Nigeria, found out and then he had some scrambling to do, which made our model look bad in public. So I ask you to Google the two of those people together. Okay. All right. And let's find out. Naomi Campbell applauds a Nigerian born singer, becomes Nigerian chief in ceremony attended by Naomi Campbell. Nigerian president grants Naomi Campbell Mm -hmm. photo opportunity. Oh. Mm-hmm. They were photographed together. Now, this was on March 30th. Oh, interesting. Interesting. Now, this is a confirmed blind item, so... Hmm. Uh, interesting. Nigerian presidency refutes Naomi Campbell's claim to invite to Eco-Atlantic Tour. Yeah. For the sake of clarity, President, the president 
didn't invite Ms. Naomi Campbell to any event during his two-day visit to Lago State. They only met at the Eco-Atlantic City where Mr. President was touring the project. And she requested to take photos. So wait a minute. Does that mean, again, your blind item said that she took money? Yes. To sleep with him? Yes. And what Colleen just read was the scrambling. Yeah. That they were, they're basically trying to backpedal now and say she wanted that yeah. she wanted. They didn't spend any time together, mm-hmm. uh, but she requested to be there and take photos with him. Huh? Hmm. Ooh, awkward. Ooh. Thank you for those delicious blind items today, Halls. Did it again. You're welcome. When we come back, we are going to see what you all have been Googling all week long with our Google Trends expert. She's going to tell us what's trending. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Hang on, MyTalk 107.1. Hey, quick reminder. It is April at MyTalk 107.1. And uh, every single day, we are giving away an Echo Spot just for opening our app. So download or update the app if you haven't already and then uh, register yourself on the app and then just open the app every single day and you will be entered to win that Echo Spot that we are giving away each and every day. And today, congratulations, Amanda Abart was the winner of yesterday's. This is the Colleen and Bradley Show on MyTalk 1071, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. We are everything entertainment. I'm Colleen Lindstrom. That guy over there, that's Bradley Trainer. And every Friday at this time, we check in with our Google Trends experts to see what's been trending. You better see this. There's something new trending. It's time to talk Google Trends with someone who knows what you're looking for. What are all those websites in your search history? With a Google Trends expert, here are Colleen and Bradley. Molly Vandenberg from Google's on the line. Hey, Molly. Hi, thank you so much for having me. Happy Friday. Happy Friday. Thanks for being with us. My pleasure. It's the highlight of my Friday. Oh, and we enjoy talking to you as well. Molly, we um, saw that a name was trending this week, a name that uh, we celebrate throughout the year, Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. Why was it trending this week? Yes, this week, very sadly, it was the 50th anniversary of the date that he was assassinated. And so we saw a lot of people turn to Google, you know, to remind themselves of that and also to understand what across the country people were doing to commemorate his life. And mainly that took place in the ringing of a bell 39 times, different places across the country. He was only 39 years old when he died, which I know that I had to remind myself of. And he's given so much to our society, so not surprising to see him trend at all. You know, I found it really interesting um, over the week, some of the stories that were coming out, stories, some of them we'd never heard before. Uh, and I don't know if you guys heard the story of the the woman who came forward and told the story of her father, who was, I want to say, like a saxophonist. 
uh, and was there alongside uh, Dr. Martin Luther King. And she and her brother had come along as well. And they were there when um, the assassination took place. And she has vivid memories of the whole day, but had never spoken out about this. So I'm sure a lot of people digging up stories like this that, that, that we maybe haven't heard. Definitely. I I myself remember hearing that one, and I think there have been a few others in terms of people who remember that one of their ancestors treated him mm-hmm. or something of that nature. So many people were connected to this event, either emotionally or just tactically in terms of what went on, and you definitely see those stories come through as we remember him and his life. Yeah. Yeah. One of the other things uh, that was trending this week Tanya Harding and Adam Rippon. Yes, they were trending this week, you know, those figure skating superstars. And rumor has it that they are going to appear on Dancing with the Stars this season, trading in those ice skates for some dancing shoes. What I will say, though, is that ABC has yet to officially confirm this, but people have been pretty excited. Well, I feel like if you if you get names to trend on Google in a given week, uh, even if they hadn't been trying to figure out if those two could be on the show, they should be now. That's what I think, too, Bradley. I would say if they haven't already given them tickets and gotten them on your billing, then you should probably do that because it seems like there's a huge demand. Do we know if either of them addressed the the rumor? No, I haven't really seen them address it head on, although essentially what had happened and how this all got started is that a source close to Tanya had confirmed to Us Weekly that she was going to be appearing on the show. But I imagine that they're probably under pretty strict orders until ABC releases that full cast on April 13th. Yeah, Yeah, I always think it's so interesting to see how these rumors start trickling out in the first place and it does create kind of a buzz but how are people engaging google around tanya harding yeah people are engaging her mainly around this dancing with the stars appearance and whether it's going to happen but the other way that people are really engaging google in this in general is then also looking up other dancing with the stars competitors who were also olympians particularly around nancy kerrigan who also appeared on the show and she was cut just before the final five and it was the earliest elimination ever for a figure skater in the show's history. Interesting. So we will see whether Tanya fares better or worse. And I think a lot of people will continue to, you know, compare the two. Hmm. Now, Molly Vandenberg from Google, who's joining us again to tell us what was trending this week, if you guys are just joining us. Uh, last on our list today is something we actually enjoyed a little bit ourselves this week. But tell us why the uh, Fleetwood Mac classic Dreams made it to the trends list this week. Absolutely. And this is one of those that I looked at the list and I said to myself, why this week of all weeks? But it was part of a viral meme that was a ton of fun where a dance troupe from Elkhorn State University had been performing a routine. And, you know, it got kind of a makeover when someone decided, well, what would it look like if we mashed up that routine to the iconic song Dream? And it is uncanny how well it takes place and i know that i had a ton of fun watching it I, I think i've seriously watched it like five different times because you're right it's uncanny and when you try to make your brain make sense of the fact that they applied the music after the dance it makes it 10 it, times more fun yes it's wild and it's i think dispelling that myth where people are always like oh well like you can't dance to classic rock But evidently, you could, even though we might not have thought to do it in the first place. And the power of social media, you know, Dreams was charting again this week, which is so, I just love how that stuff just happens organically. 
Definitely. It was back in the Billboard Top 20, which was amazing to see. Yeah, no kidding. Absolutely. Well, Molly, thank you so much for spending time with us today. Thanks, Molly. It is always my pleasure. You both have great weekends ahead. You too. too. We'll talk to you next week. That's Molly Vandenberg. She's our Google Trends expert. We check in with her every single week uh, to see what interesting things you guys have been searching on the Google box during the week. Okay. Now, were you going to say something? No. Okay. When we come back, we got into an interesting conversation this morning in our office um, that involved... The things we used to eat for lunch when we were young. We were just walking down memory lane thinking about all the fun stuff, um, as you just said, uh, that we ate for lunch. And um, I was like, "You, I think everybody can relate to that because who didn't have something they absolutely loved, whether it was at the snack bar Mm -hmm. or from the cafeteria or a vending machine? Yes, absolutely. So we want to ask you the question, what was your favorite thing to eat for school lunch? And I'll tell you. The, what like specifically got us on this topic was that we were I was looking at old hostess snacks and I was trying to decide if I wanted to eat one of the those old hostess fruit pies to see if it really tasted as good as I remember it tasting. Yep. Um, and I said out loud, I used to when I when my mom gave me money to spend uh, at school for lunch a hundred percent of the time, and I would not have ever told her this. I was buying one of those fruit pies and a very fine fruit punch. And that was what I was eating for lunch. Diabetes. I mean, big time. It was not the healthiest experience. uh, I used to eat a taco roll. And uh, if I got money, I would get a taco roll, a score bar, and a grape pop. (laughs) I love it. (laughs) I mean, like, that, and that was a meal. Yeah. 651-641-1071. What was your favorite thing to eat for school lunch? Give us a call. We'll get to your calls after this on the Colleen and Bradley Show on My Talk 1071. My Talk 1071. Everything. It's not great. Entertainment.